We are the anchors of Queer News Tonight, and this evening we discuss the queer headlines. 13 DJs, 10 parties, June Pride, Mickey Mouse, Riptide, Red Party, parties till 8 a.m. We can only be talking about one magical weekend. All the details tonight. Florida Republicans attack adult entertainment by redefining the word adult. Scott Neen announces mayoral re-election bid prioritizing stable growth infrastructure and sea level rise in Walter Manors. Hotspots happening out art gallery celebrates Black History Month with a special showcase honoring the Black LGBTQ plus community on February 18th. Sister Act Broadway musical National Tour comes to Broward Center with a rumor LGBTQ plus guest star as the Pope. We braid the secret tonight. Ooh. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Queer News Tonight. This is the world's first and only LGBTQ plus daily evening television news broadcasting live and then available on demand. Available on all smart televisions, including Roku, Apple TV, Android TV, Amazon Fire TV, Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. It's time to queer up the news. It's Wednesday, February 7th, 2024. We are live and literally out of the closet and into the headlines. So many of your important stories we're going to tell this evening on Queer News Tonight. This is the world's first live daily LGBTQ evening news show. Literally out of the closet and into the headlines on Queer News Tonight. Hello, everyone. I'm your anchor of Queer News Tonight, Faye. What? And this evening, we bring you the news of and perspective representing the LGBTQ plus community from South Florida, America, and across our planet. This is the world's first and only unedited live LGBTQ plus evening news show. Whatever happens unique in the LGBTQ plus news, you will see it and hear it. Hotspots Magazine, Happening Out Television Network, is a nonprofit 501c3 media company. The same models of PBS and NPR, but designed for the LGBTQ plus community. Our mission, support the 10 pillars of the community. We want to inform and educate the issues of our black community, Latino, lesbian and queer women, trans, student youth, seniors, HIV, AIDS, healthcare, business, social justice, and faith help us support our community. We are part of one of the largest LGBTQ plus media companies in America, Hotspots Magazine and Happening Out Television Network. In 2024, our magazine is celebrating 40 years of the LGBTQ plus experience and our television news, talk and entertainment shows. Support our mission to educate the LGBTQ plus and broader community. Yes, that's right. And let's meet our panel. Let's begin by welcoming John Hayden. He's my brother from another mother. He's also a journalist for 29 years. He's now a senior reporter for Out South Florida. You can follow him on Instagram at John Hayden Journalist for breaking news and live reports from community events. His new entertainment show, The W Boys, will premiere at Happening Out Television Network on March 15th. Welcome back, John. Oh, thank you so much, Faye. I'm so excited. Uh, Eric and I went out for uh, um, co-host, my co-host, my TV husband, Eric yes. uh, Restivo. We went out for drinks last night, hashed over a bunch of stuff. Uh, we're really excited. And it's like a month away, like five weeks away. Wow. So, oh my God. It'll be here before you know it. And I love it. I so know. the W boys kind of mean like WeHo and Wilton, right? Yes, yes. Oh, I love that. Yeah, he, he's, uh, he was, spent a considerable amount of time in LA, West Hollywood. I've spent a considerable amount of time in Wilton <laughs> Manors. And so we're going to combine the experiences, uh, compare, contrast, and- Con uh, Contrast a lot. Contrast a lot. <laughs> and, and we're going to talk about fun things. Some of it will be LGBTQ+, some of it won't be. It's going to be uh, entertainment, fun, um, uh, and a lot of shade. 
<laughs> and a lot of shade. Well, knowing both of you, there's going to be a hell of a lot of shade. It's going to be great. But it's going to be fantastic, and we look forward to seeing it, John. Thank you. Next up is Christopher. Oh, my virgin. He's my virgin today. <laughs> so Christopher Mitchell is a Chicago native and Barry University alum. He is the community outreach and engagement liaison for Pride Lines, the LGBTQ plus youth community center of Miami-Dade County. He's also currently appearing on the Fox game show, We Are Family. I hope you're watching that world. Welcome, Christopher. How you doing, baby? I'm doing great. How are you? I am good. I'm so happy to have you here. You know that I love me some Pride Lines, Oh, baby, right? I know. We love you too, Faye. What? I had Mr. <laughs> Edward Summers in bed with me a couple of weeks back, and he is always an anchor on Queer News Tonight. Yes. That man is a gem, Christopher. Uh, and I'm like, so lucky to have him like just leading the ship at Pride Lines and learning from him every day. He's so yeah, cool. Yeah. So, so cool. We love you too. He speaks so highly Aww, of you. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Did he pay you to say that? That's no, not yet. <laughs> but if you want to throw it in, you want to throw some money so in, <laughs> we can take it. Um, so what do you kids have going on? I know that you've, you're doing something for RuPaul's uh, watching party. Yes. Tell me, tell me, tell so me. So we have a Drag Race Watch Club that we do, and now we're moving to Villain Theater and supporting their Drag Race viewing party and drag show. So all of the Pride Liners who love watching with us, we're going to just be moving to Villain Theater, watching there, supporting their drag, and also just supporting that community, getting like being involved over in that area. Yes. So it's super, super exciting. We love the Villain Theater. A yes. lot of our alum are from there. We have um, Auntie Mame that's from there, Art. Correct Tarjaman that's also from there. Like They have an incredible incredible improv so much there. Stuff, like, yes. They do so much. <laughs> so you guys are going to yes. fit right in We're there. We're going to have a ball. We are at Friday night's RuPaul Drag Race viewing party at Villain Theater. You guys do not want to miss it. We're Supporting our Miami queens. How are yes. you feeling about the show so far? So good. I mean, this season is just like jam-packed. So much drama. Mm -hmm. But the girls came to compete. Like the runways, yeah. everything. And our Miami girls are shutting it down. Shout out to Morphine. Shout out to Maya. They're really making us proud. Yes, so I'm super are. excited. Yes, they are. All right. So make sure you put that on your calendar. <laughs> Next up, Let's welcome anchor Dino Mosquera. He joined the Miami Gay and Lesbian Film Festival in the late 90s and now serves at the at the Outshine Film Festival's board of directors. Welcome back, Dino. How are you, honey? Thank you, mama. I know you guys always have something going on with Outshine. What are you doing? Something uh, with cocktails, I know for a fact. As a matter of fact, yes, we do. <laughs> we have an event, you know, leading to our festival in April which is April 18th to the 28th in Miami. We're having a once a month uh, event and this uh, coming up uh, this Friday, February 9th, we have Cocktails on Cinema at the um, Bill Cosfer Cinema at the University of Miami, mm -hmm. 7.30. Uh, the film is uh, Glitter and Doom and uh, starts at 7.30 p.m. Ooh. There'll be- uh, with be the refreshments? There'll be uh, drinks after the, the, the film, so, that's going to be this Friday. There is another one later in February at the Little Haiti Cultural Center. Mm -hmm. It's called Qu Quintot. And then some others at March and then, uh, you know, coming to the Gay Pride in Miami Beach. But you guys work all year round. Your, your, your film festival is not till April. You already have <laughs> stuff going on. It's, it's the way to get, you know, the public engaged until we go into the film festival. And then we start with, you know, for Lauderdale yes. for, for later in, in the fall. So, you know, check our, our calendar. Check our events at OutshineFilm.com so for details. Got it. Get your tickets to Cocktails and Cinema. What were you going to say, John? I, I was just going to say that, well, I love I love cinema, but I also love live entertainment. And next weekend, uh, next Thursday at Hunter's, but then next Saturday at on Wilton Drive. Okay. We're putting out, Harmony Waves is putting up a huge stage. And season seven, American Idol final runner-up finalist. David Archuleta is going to be there. He is the headliner. Now, I got to interview him a few weeks ago. Uh, you can find some clips on my Instagram, and it's also going up on OutClick's website, the full interview. But, Faye, I understand you're going to be getting even closer 
from little Dave. Isn't that exciting? And I know yeah. Christopher's super hot and upset about that right now because he's got a massive crush yeah, on David Archuleta. So they've tapped me to host the event and I'm like beside myself. Woo! I can't wait. Like I love me some David Archuleta and like some of the acts that they've already act that they've already put in uh, for before David Archuleta are so amazing. I don't know if you guys have seen Marcos Acox. He's a talented uh, violinist. Oh. He's a tatted violinist. He is all over town. He was at my Hollywood Pride also, Dino. Mm -hmm. He's incredible. They also have added Aaron Pfeiffer, who is an incredible, incredible vocalist. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We are closing down Wilton Drive from Northeast 6th Avenue uh, to uh, between Northeast 6th Avenue and Northeast 21st Court. So we're closing that area down. It's going to be a lot of fun. Tickets, I think, are like five bucks, people. Go get your tickets now, and we're going to have a fabulous time from 6 to 11 p.m. next Saturday. Right? Yes, I can't right. wait. All right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to Hunters and just kind of hang out there starting tonight. Okay. Just so I've got my spot. <laughs> Pre-camping. Camping <laughs> it. For sure. So, folks, we are the reporters for Queer News tonight, and this evening we begin with the queer headlines. The LGBTQ plus community in South Florida and across America is diverse. Our community across the world is vast, and here are the bullet points of the queer news for Wednesday, February seventh, twenty twenty-four. Let's begin by queering up South Florida and Florida. One Magical Week and Weekend Orlando is one of the world's greatest LGBTQ plus festivals. Let's unleash the magic, baby! Orlando's One Magical Weekend Festival is one of the world's largest LGBTQ plus festivals. Held during Disney's Gay Days and June Pride Month, it features a total of 13 talented DJs and 10 hot parties. One Magical Weekend 2024 is celebrating more than 30 years as the perfect start to Pride Month, offering a magical blend of music, celebration, and pride. The festivities begin on May 30th with the hashtag TBT Welcome Party hosted by legendary Marcel Stevens and her divas at Sheridan Orlando Lake Buena Vista, featuring the beats of DJ Twisted D. Friday, May 31st brings you Riptide to Walt Disney's Typhoon Lagoon Water Park. Mm -hmm. This is the world's greatest LGBTQ plus private water party um, and has been a sold out event for nearly a decade where you can dance with hot guys in Speedos and cool off in the gusher. All to the tunes of DJ Paulo. The day concludes with the Cadabra After Hours Neon Fantasy event going all night till 8 a.m. with DJ Deanne on deck. Saturday, June 1st is Red Shirt Day at Disney's Magic Kingdom. It celebrates tens of thousands LGBTQ plus people wearing red shirts to show the world the strength of our community. Started in the 1990s, it was considered one of the seminal protest moments in American queer history. Today is also full of amazing events, including the One Magical Weekend Expo, with some of the world's greatest business, travel, and product brands for the LGBTQ plus community. During the day, don't miss the therapy pool party where DJs Mohammed and Danny Verde will keep the beats flowing from noon to 8 p.m. Stop by Disney Springs, one of the world's great entertainment, dining, and shopping destinations. Cadabra After Hours resumes with Locker Room, all-night party with DJ Nick Strancer. Sunday, June 2nd, you can enjoy the One Magical Weekend Expo. Also indulge in a, indulge in a therapy pool party featuring DJs Jarrock and Jay Warren. Another major party celebrates the grandeur of LGBTQ plus community with the Pride Ball. It's your time to dance the night away to the tunes of DJ Kid Madani, surrounded by an atmosphere of love, life, and pride. Pride Ball kicks off Pride Month in style. The fun is not over yet as the week comes to an end with the Cadabra After Hours Party called Daddy, featuring the incredible DJ Alex Lowe. In 2024, the need for LGBTQ plus pride has never been more important. 
Tons, tens of thousands will be attending and more information and tickets are available at onemagicalweekend.com. Hurry, the magic awaits. I can't wait. I can't wait. The first weekend of June is usually a blur and I don't drink. <laughs> okay, but we get there on Thursday and we party till Sunday and it's such an, an inclusive um, event. Okay, like yes, it's one magical weekend and yes, you will see a lot of boys in Speedos, which I know Thank you'll God. love, Dino, Thank right? Yes. Thank goodness, right? <laughs> but there is a lot of everything and, it, and however you identify, there's something for you. You know, the bears take over a hotel, you know, and they have incredible yeah. pool parties as well. I love you bears. I always stay at the bear hotel i saw that i do like I, it's I, just it's, <laughs> listen there's no safer place okay and they know how to party point. you know there's so much to unpack and it's a whole wonderful weekend people come from all around the world a lot of people come from right here in south florida drive up to orlando it's only three and a half hours oh bright line bright and you can do the bright line now which you yeah. couldn't do last uh, year yeah. You know, um, definitely. You know, Riptide is my favorite of all time. Me I and the should. Cuban go every year, and the music is just ridiculous. The water park is so much fun. People are having so much fun, and they just unleash themselves. It's been a tough couple of years, folks. We deserve this weekend, and June will be here right before you know it. So get your tickets today. I know. Have you been? You've oh, been, yeah, right? Yeah. You you started when since you were seventeen, probably <laughs> you were there, right? Like, I've been many times, yeah, but uh, Riptide oh. is my favorite. Oh, I, I love, love that. Party. I'm like, I can't believe like water, it's like a water resort, like that type of vibe, yeah. mixed with boys. Yes, like that's a win-win. A lazy river and a like oh, and the river. music at the same time, like. And I want to go to a water park like so bad. I've been saying that, so I'm like, this sounds like even better than I. Oh, and you never imagined. and you never know who you're going to run into. Like I ran into like world famous DJ Tony Moran. I ran oh into uh, a bunch of the RuPaul drag queens yes. there that were partying yes. with us. Like there's always a phenomenal amount of people. John, you've got to go. Um, I I have to. You. I have to take my Xanax. <laughs> just just talking about this story. Oh my god! <laughs> I've never been to. <laughs> I've never been, so we gotta go. No, you gotta go. No, I've never go. ever been. We've got to take Edward. We have to go. <laughs> oh, we're yeah. gonna make he it will, a point. Edward yeah. will love it. I will see both he of you in speedos it. right there, at Riptide. Like, hey, <laughs> or a red speedo, a red I'm speedo. Because we want to go with everybody. Oh yes, yes. John, what's next? All right, up now we queer up out South Florida. Florida Republicans are targeting LGBTQ plus adult entertainment again. In this week's Out SFL, I'm raising the red flag and waving it high for everyone to take notice. The Republican fascists in Tallahassee are targeting our community once again. HB 1379 would make it a second degree felony to hire someone under 21 to work in strip clubs. Now, this isn't just dancers, bartenders, servers, Barbacks, other support staff would also need to be 21. The reason sounds noble, protect young people from human trafficking. But it's really just a poorly veiled excuse to stop behavior old white men and one million moms don't like. The bill singles out strip clubs as a breeding ground to lure vulnerable people. But these are well-regulated businesses. The fascists may think they're targeting venue owners, but Charles Horton, owner of LeBoy in Fort Lauderdale, told me he'll be fine. It's the young adults he worries over, telling me, quote, we always have plenty of dancers. What it affects is job choices for 18 to 21 year olds. The dancers work when they want. They enjoy the atmosphere, end quote. Florida Republicans have made it a habit to tell people, parents, their children and other adults what they can and cannot do with their bodies. In recent years, they've restricted care for trans kids, restricted care for trans adults, restricted reproductive care for women. They've restricted drag entertainment, 
enacted Don't Say Gay, banned books for K-12 students, and banned courses for college students. HB 1379 has already passed one House committee, and I will be keeping an eye on its progress. And this is just another ridiculous attempt by Republicans to target just average citizens. Yeah. There is no point to this. Yes, human trafficking is a real problem. So send people, send regulators into the bars. Yeah, to check IDs. Check exactly. IDs. Exactly. Talk to people, get them alone. Charles allowed me to come into the club. I could talk with dancers. Usually I have to pay them a, a dollar for every, every, every 30 <laughs> seconds, but I got to talk to the dancers. Um, the dance manager, he's like, come in, see this. We are an open business. And like the others, Johnson mm -hmm. uh, in Fort Lauderdale or in Wilton Manors, they are running good establishments. What hurts is kids who are coming into adult life. Yeah. They have very few options sometimes. A lot of people are aging out of foster care. Uh, you know, we just talked about a uh, sunshine house that's opening to queer youth in trouble. This is cutting out a great amount of possible jobs for them. Yeah. Three years ago, I think, uh, we, ha we were third in the country for the number of adult strip venues. Uh, that's women and men. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot to keep an eye on. Yeah. But there's also a lot of jobs at stake and a lot of human lives at stake. This is just an excuse by the Republican fascists to run roughshod over the population of Florida. And it is just that. It really is just that. Think about it. At 18, you can go to war. You can buy a gun, right? You can mm -hmm. do the most important thing in life, which is to vote. You can, you know, do all these things, but I can't work at a strip club. You know, um, I know a couple of the dancers that work at La Boy, right? Yep. And, um, you know, for a lot of us, when we tell our parents we're gay, we get thrown out of the house. Okay, and we don't have a roof over our head and we have to live in a car. And that is what happened to me at 18 years old. And if um, a bar on Ocean Drive didn't give me a job as a bartender, I would have still been living in my car for much longer than I was. Okay, mm -hmm. some of these dancers at La Boy are in that predicament as well. Okay, they've been outed out of their homes. They're 18 years old. They don't have a, a high school diploma. They need to work yep. for their livelihood. Mm -hmm. Right. And you know what's going to happen to some of the boys that I talk to? They're going to go back to sex work. That's what they're going to go back to. OK, because they don't have another choice, which is even like closer to human trafficking. Sex. Yeah, like, literally the whole like what we're trying to um, avoid, avoid in terms of like when it comes to human trafficking. Well, I think the approach of working towards ending human traffic and like working towards that, it sounds good. But I just think this in this situation is just so like stupid. I have so many friends being like in college, like so many like our jobs, part time jobs is able to work at the clubs just because we're able to, you know, work at those hours after yeah. school. So it is really it sounds it just sounds crazy. And it sounds like something that is has a overlay. It has an underlay. It's like they're getting at something else, but really mm. saying that it's something. That's right. what it sounds like. To and me. that's what they always do. Aren't they? Aren't Republicans trying to lower the the working age to sixteen oh, or or lower? Or lower. Or lower. Yeah. 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 Right? yeah. They'll put kids so, to work in shoe factories. Right. Excellent point. Yeah. So I don't. So I don't understand this. But you're targeting, yeah. you know, um, establishment like this one just because you don't like what they're doing there. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's so hypocritical. While you're basically giving an opportunity to a 15-year-old, a 16-year-old to work anywhere else, yeah. but then kids that potentially could be thrown out of their house, then you can make a living, so therefore you'll be on the streets. What's, that's cruelty to me. I mean, it's so, it's so unjust, and it's like everything they do. So they can trust people to, to vote, for example, or to drive. 
Or to get a gun. Or to get a gun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but but you gun. can work on that. That's the employer responsibility. I mean, to protect the employee. Yeah. And to protect and have Absolutely. laws to protect their, employee, their, sta their, yeah. their, their staff and protect them against, you know, trafficking. Yes, I'm all for that. But don't use that as an excuse. Mm -hmm. Exactly. To that's, basically not what, yeah. that's not right. what they're doing. They're targeting a, a business that they don't agree with because of their prejudice. So. It's hard. Um, living in Florida, living in Miami, it's very expensive. Mm -hmm. So it's <laughs> like, even if I wanted to, you know, for people who are 18 or over and they're just working and doing things to fully survive out here and pay their rent, like, the rent is very, very high. Like people need multiple jobs. So yeah. like someone working at a strip club probably has another job, <laughs> 10 other say. jobs that they're doing and they need that money for their nighttime gig. So it's like, mm -hmm. maybe lower the rent, maybe like work in the, the, on the economy way so that people wouldn't, you know, have to require those jobs. But I don't think that this approach is like gonna go well over because there's so many people between 18 and 21 that I know personally that work in these establishments. And, and between 18 and 21, kids have not graduated from college. Mm -hmm. They have exactly. not gone to college yeah. many yep. times. They're working to be able to go afford, to college, yeah. to afford to go to college. So what are you doing? You're forcing these kids to have, you know, a terrible future because, I mean, you know, let's face it. I mean, if their parents just disown them, yeah. who, who, how are they going to pay for it's it? fascism, just like it John harder. said. <laughs> Making it very hard. <laughs> Next, let's queer up politics. Wilton Manor's Mayor Scott Newton runs for re-election. Scott Newton recently made an exclusive public announcement while talking to our own John Hayden in out South Florida. John learned that he's running for mayor of Wilton Manors again. This came as a surprise to the community because Newton said his 2022 election would be his last. During the interview, he talked about all the challenges the city is facing and said that the work is not yet done. He also emphasized the importance of stable growth, infrastructure, and dealing with rising sea levels. Recently, while in Tallahassee, he met with lawmakers who have the right to determine which project to approve. These lawmakers also decide the money the state can, can spare for the approved projects. Newton emphasized Wilton Manor's need for funds for maintaining infrastructure, particularly the water sewage system, which has been problematic. He stressed the urgency of installing seawalls to protect the city from flooding due to rising seas and also deemed and seemed determined to finish all the ongoing and upcoming projects in the city, including developments at Alibi Plaza, as well as a proposed hotel on Dixie Highway next to the hotspots happening out offices. Newton clearly expressed his desire for workforce housing to make sure that those who work in Wilton Manors can also afford to live there. As Vice Mayor Mike Brocky and Commissioner Chris Caputo are about to reach their term end this year, Newton hopes that they continue. He said he is ready to support them if they wish to run again. Newton stated that, he, that this would be his final term as mayor, and he says he is aiming to finish what he started. And so, so Mr. Newton uh, got to sit down with uh, John Hayden for a while, which is where we got the story from. And I had asked you before, like, has anybody come up to say that they're running against the mayor yet? Um, do you think that he will actually complete that mission of his to get people to be able to work and live in Wilson Manors, which is almost impossible, right? I mean, like, what, what did he have to say about that? Well, the workforce housing is um, a lofty goal. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and when, I didn't mean to be a B about it. Oh, no, I mean, no, like, no. You're no, you're absolutely right. I mean, because where are people who are working? I mean, even if it's a great, you know, $25 an hour job. That still doesn't cut it if you want to have an apartment in Wilton in Manors Wilton walking. You, oh, no, no, not in Wilton Tower. Yeah. And certainly not within walking distance to where it's going to be. So he's that's important to him. And I, I can get into the weeds on how code allows for building 
um, you know, uh, cost affordable units here and moving in there. But the fact is, Wilton Manors is unaffordable. Mm -hmm. It's just unaffordable. Right. Uh, as far as other people declaring, no one else has declared okay. yet. So um, we're waiting to see what's going to happen. I'm certainly going to be talking to people as we move forward. It's just funny that because um, I talked to him. The reason we set up the interview in the first place was so that we could talk about he had just come back from Tallahassee mm -hmm. and the uh, days up in um, or, you know, lobbying days for Wilton Manors. And, you know, it's like everybody's up there fighting for money. And so we were talking about that. Now, at the end, I was like, so are you running for anything this year? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. And I, and he, I was the first person he told. He gave me the, the exclusive, uh, the exclusive uh, which I really appreciate. Yeah. So I saw him at the Myth Gastro Bar grand opening a yeah. couple of weeks back. And I'm like, are you running? He's like, I can't say. And I'm like, are you running? I can't say. And I'm like, why? I promised it to your other brother. And I was like, oh. And I was like, all right. But I'm going to have uh, Mayor Newton in bed with me on the Faye Watch show in the, ne in the next couple of weeks. And, you know, I've got a lot to ask him because, like, his beautiful girlfriend is like a pickleball champion. And I want to know all about her. Yes, Mr. Newton. Mm -hmm. um, side, okay, side conversation, though, Chris. So when we were talking about Mayor Newton and we were talking about him being the mayor of Wilton Mauer Manors, you were surprised when I said that he was straight yes is that is <laughs> no and he, yeah. he, and he gets that a lot trust yeah. me so it's just the wilton manners is so gay <laughs> it's the gayest and i love it but it's just such a gay place so i would have assumed right that he was gay i'm surprised no shade mm -hmm. to right. him isn't and the like, uh, all gay too isn't the commission there's a, yeah. there's a, all four there are four commissioners mm -hmm. they're all gay men uh mayor newton is the token straight guy Wow. He is I love that. We can do, we can do one token straight guy. <laughs> no, but, and he, and if we're going to have a token straight guy, he's it's the one to have. Oh, absolutely. Folks, okay? Absolutely. has been here his whole life. He was literally born and raised in Wilton Manors. He only left for college. Yes. Right? And there is no bigger ally than Mayor Newton. Let me tell you, I've seen him at Alibi at 10 p.m. at Work. night. He's a straight white man, okay? That's the mayor of our town. And, that's and he's sitting need. there at Alibi tipping TP Lords. You know what I mean? That's like, that's an ally. And that's what we need. Like, just hearing that, it's like, yeah, he's not gay, but that's what we need with the politicians. It's just like the heart, the, the community, the, well, you might Passion. not agree with, like, do the same thing that I do, but just making sure you are providing a safe space for people. So hearing, it's probably even more cooler that he's not gay, because, like, you're the mayor of the gayest place ever. So it's like, that's so dope. And um, I'm happy to hear that he's trying to help lower the prices, because I know Wilton Manors is very expensive. I want to move there, but I'm like... You got to get five more I got to get a nice coin, <laughs> a cute coin for that. Well, you can work at La Boy. There we go. There you go. Pride right. lines, I got another job. <laughs> Sorry, Eddie. A nighttime job. <laughs> What's our next story, Christopher? All righty. So next, let's queer up South Florida and Florida. Artist Showcase features Queer Black History Month celebration February 18th. The Hot Spots Happening Out Art Gallery with Dennis Dean is a dynamic art space showcasing a revolving collection of artwork and talent every month. This month, Black History Month is being celebrated with a special art showcase dedicated to the Black LGBTQ plus community on February 18th. The gallery is free and open to all, and Black History Month commemorates the accomplishments and contributions of African-Americans to United States history and society. The tradition traces back to 1926 when the Association for the Study of Negro Life and History designated the second week of February as Negro History Week. This particular week was selected as it aligns with the birthdays of two notable figures, Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass. The artists and art pieces presented celebrate black, black and queer representation. Hotspots Happening Out Art Gallery with Dennis Dean understands the contributions 
made by Black LGBTQ+, and celebrates it with pride. The Hot Spots Happening Out Art Gallery is the only dedicated year-round LGBTQ plus gallery of its kind in America. Further information is available on hotspotsmagazine.com. So excited. I'm like, I like really want to go. We were talking about it at Pride Lines. I'm like, this seems so dope. And mm -hmm. we just love like, Black History Month for me is all month long, but it's like when we do have just that month to combine the queerness with it, it's like such a win-win for me. Cause I feel like queer history is such a huge part of black history. And I think sometimes it gets pushed to the side, but mm -hmm. it's like, no, just as much Black History Month, we're celebrating all of us, all of that we come, all the different shapes and sizes of black history. So I'm like really in love with just more queer history stuff relating to black history. For real, like get educated people, yes. okay? The, you know, uh, remember that we are standing standing on the shoulders of black queer people who started the whole revolution when it came to our rights, right? And so, and I hate that in February, I have to remind everyone, right? Where it's <laughs> yeah, like, like <laughs> get educated again. Here we go with this, you know? So I love that Hotspot's happening out the art gallery. Every month, they really try to be true to, um, you know, a different queer aspect, right? And so this, this month, it's Black History Month. And so they are spotlighting and giving flowers to incredible black artists, right? Cool. And, and, and incredible stuff, right? And some of the show, some of the work that's going to be um, on display is going to be from Kedna Ashley, and she is the newly appointed apprentice over there at, at the Hotspots Gallery. So congratulations to her, and I look forward to seeing her art as well. But we also have Shaniqua Dawkins, Renata Rodriguez, Scott Jeffries, Jamonte Franklin, Royal Brown, Franklin Cinnamon, uh, Will Morris. They will all be having uh, their work there on display, so make sure that you go out and see it. Tomorrow, they actually have in the Art Talks event there, I believe, starting at 6 p.m where you can hear from the artists themselves what inspired them, what are their passions, what make them tick, what makes them tick, you know? And then you can go to the art gallery anytime in the weekend and see all their see all their art again. So I think this is going to be a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful weekend. Um, they had their opening uh, night last, uh, last Saturday and it's just, it's breathtaking. You have to go do yourself a favor and walk around the art gallery and take it all in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? I've never been to that space yet. You have, I have to go. And I wanted to go for the... You wanted to go because we did I, breast cancer. I know. And I remember you had this beautiful uh, photo. Uh, <laughs> well, it was a whole art piece that, that was the center mm -hmm. of the, the exhibition. I haven't been yet, but I'm going to make a point to go there this month. Do you guys like go to art exhibits often? Is that like, I you know do. how we do like like hobby things? Is that something I because like I want to throw in like uh, like instead of going out for cocktails with the girls, let's go to an art museum. Like I really right? think I want to start doing that and adding that more into my... Well, well there in Wilton, Matt, and that Wilton uh, in um, Dixie Highway, right? It's Dixie Highway yeah. right there, right? There are now three art oh. galleries, right? So you can go and pop into one pop into the other they usually always have free wine we love if that. you're into so it's that a two and one. <laughs> two and one. you know so it's not i mean you don't have to always party christopher yeah. you can always go take your friend your art lover and go look around and at the same time support queer art yeah and i think That's it's the so third important. saturday of the month is wilton art walk yeah and, and then they're outside for that and right? they're outside this last january was the first time they had made the hairpin turn and oh, gone down wow. dixie highway and to showcase those uh galleries and mm -hmm and um, a restaurant and everything. It's, it's a very cool night. So yeah, come up here on the third Saturday. I gotta come up here. Let, let yeah. me know and we'll, and we'll yeah, go and we'll hang yeah, out. We'll make yeah, a night I of it. I wanna yeah. support some art, queer yeah, art, Saturday. Sure. Third Saturday. Third Saturday. Saturday. I'll, I'll remind you, yeah. you know. El tercer, el tercer sábado. Tell him in Spanish sometimes because he doesn't, you know. And not he'll remember if it's his El tercero. Then he has to correct me. You see that, folks? What's next, Dino? Next, let's queer a religion. Guess who the new pope is? At least in Sister Act National Tour. 
The smoke is rising from the Vatican and there is a new Pope. Stay with us and you will know who. Through February 18, the Slow Burn Theater Company is presenting the popular Broadway musical comedy Sister Act at the Amateur Theater in the Broward Center for the Performing Arts. This heartwarming show, based on the 1992 movie, tells the story of Dolores Van Cartier, a disco singer who witnesses a crime and is placed in protective custody in an unexpected location, a convent. Although Dolores initially feels out of place, she forms bonds with the nuns, leading to some unexpected changes in the convent. The musical features an enchanting score by Tony and Oscar winner Alan Menken and lyrics by Glenn Slater, blending Motown, soul, and disco music. Slow Burn Theater Company's production of Sister Act is made possible through a special arrangement with the Music Theater International. But this new musical has something special to offer the audience this time. The triumphant final scene is presided over the, by the Pope. And the special February 15 performance will close with the Pope during the climatic final big number. And we can exclusively reveal now that the Pope will be played by none other than Hotspots Magazine out, Al Ferguson. What? <laughs> what? Yes. On stage, he will ceremoniously bless the audience. And remember, the Pope says the church can do that now for LGBTQ plus people. The production is supported by the Broward County Cultural Division, the Cultural Council, the Broward County Bro Board of County Commissioners, the State of Florida Department of State, the Division of Arts and Culture, and the Florida Council on Arts and Culture. For more information on showtimes and tickets, visit BrowerCenter.org. Come and get your special blessing from the Pope <laughs> as Sister Act. I can't <laughs> wait to see. <laughs> what do you think? They gave Al Ferguson a job. Uh, Great advertisement. See. Great. They need to have that at the, at the oh logo. Oh, my God. Special uh, blessing. Come get your special oh blessing. Oh, my God. You know, so if you folks know and love Al Ferguson like we do, right? He always walks around with his press badge. So what's he going to do? Like, bless everybody with his press bag? Like, they're just there? Like, how cool is on, that? On an unrelated note, I do have two extra tickets available suddenly for the 15th no, uh, performance. No, but so. that's when he's going to be in. I'm aware. So hit me up if you need uh, a couple of tickets for the night. Oh, my God. Look, I love this. Okay. I love this idea. I love that they're incorporating somebody from our community. Right. And in Sister Act, I mean, that was one of my favorite movies, like, ever. And right. The mu musicals amazing. Ever. And it's like, what? Dolores Van Cartier. Van right. Yes. Oh, my God. And I think I was going to be great. I think we should all be there to get him nervous. <laughs> right? Like maybe with signs or something. Oh, no, right? Like I don't well, know. I'm just, I'm just going to start texting him that morning with things like, don't worry what people say. Just be yourself. Oh. <laughs> He's going to be great. Okay. And a big shout out going out to Slow Burn and everything that they do because, I mean, they've been coming out with some incredible productions. Uh, I saw Into the Woods. I saw Little Mermaid yes. recently. Um, and Sister Act, I can't wait to see it on the 15th. Yeah. <laughs> The day after the Valentine's day after, Day. After, yeah. All right, oh, Dino. Sure. Next, we are proud of our partnership with Sunshine Cathedral, the world's largest queer church here in Fort Lauderdale. Supporting that partnership, we are broadcasting from our permanent set here at Sunshine Cathedral at the Happening Out Television Studios. We broadcast Sunshine Cathedral Sunday International Service at 10.30 a.m.
tonight's queer news headlines with a segment we call LGBTQ Plus One Minute News. LGBTQ Plus One Minute News, let's queer up the USA view. Oklahoma wants to ban state agencies from celebrating June Pride. The Patriotism Not Pride Act, introduced in the Oklahoma legislature by Republican state rep Kev sorry, fascist, rep Representative Kevin West, aims to prevent state agencies from observing LGBTQ Plus Month or displaying pride flags on state property. If passed, it would forbid the use of public funds for activities promoting LGBTQ plus pride, and that includes security. Sponsored by West and Republican State Senator David Bullard, the bill will prohibit state agencies from engaging events, initiatives, or campaigns related to our community. It also triggers an immediate state of emergency for public safety and bans any flags representing sexual orientation or gender identity on state grounds. This legislation is the latest attempt to restrict state funding of pride celebrations. LGBTQ plus one minute news, let's queer up gay culture. Kentucky's first trans elected official says defeating LGBTQ plus hate is local politics and kindness. In 2023, Kentucky passed some of the harshest anti-LGBTQ plus laws in the country. These laws included bans on gender-affirming care for young people, prohibiting LGBTQ plus topics in public schools, and restricting the use of restrooms based on gender identity. Amidst these challenges, Rebecca Blankenship became Kentucky's first openly transgender elected official in 2023 when she joined the Beria Independent School District's Board of Education. Blankenship emphasizes that despite laws, kindness cannot be banned. Blankenship underscores the importance of community supporting each other to create a better future for all. She believes, quote, we can achieve a new kind of community and a new kind of politics that works for everybody, end of quote. In LGBTQ plus one minute news, let's queer up gay culture. Grammy winning singer Matt Alber comes to Sunshine Cathedral on February 16th. In 1998, Matt embarked on his musical journey by joining the classical a cappella group Chanclear. Chanticleer, excuse me. Following five seasons, he pursued a solo path as a singer-songwriter. His music has been featured on popular TV shows like Bones, The Fosters, and 9-11 Known Star. Matt is also known for his LGBTQ plus documentaries, Queer as Fundamental. This Grammy Award-winning artist and filmmaker is back at the Sunshine Cathedral Center for the Performing Arts on February 16th. The performance will begin at 8 p.m. Tickets for the event start at $35. Sunshine Cathedral Center for the Performing Arts is America's leading LGBTQ plus live entertainment series. For further details, visit sunshinecathedral.org. LGBTQ plus one minute news. Let's queer up sports. Hip hop hooray. <laughs> Jonathan Romero is the latest gay NFL cheerleader headed to the Super Bowl. During the Super Bowl, gay NFL cheerleaders shine the most. This year, Jonathan Romero will cheer for the San Francisco 49ers. He is the first ever male cheerleader in 49ers history. He has been sharing his NFL experience with the Niners fans through social media since the announcement. The 49ers are supportive of LGBTQ. LGBTQ+. It has a fan club for the queer fans and sells gender-neutral merchandise. However, Romero is not the only gay cheerleader in the NFL. The Carolina Panthers, among a few more, have two LGBTQ cheerleaders. One of them, Justine Lindsay, is the first openly transgender cheerleader in the league. The presence of gay NFL cheerleaders highlights the league's growing inclusivity. 
LGBTQ plus one minute news, we queer up gay culture. Meet Thor, the hunky, tatted up lumberjack who's going viral for sporting, I'm sorry, for splitting wood. Gay culture focuses on what makes our community unique, whether you're gay or not. Thorin Thor Bradley has become a viral sensation on the internet, amassing a fan base for his lumberjack-style wood-splitting videos. Needless to say, he has attracted many gay fans, and they enjoy watching him wielding an axe in the woods. He has nearly a half million followers on Instagram, and more importantly, 4.3 million on TikTok. He is a trainer by profession and has developed the fitness app OHK. While his relationship status and sexuality remain undisclosed, he appears to enjoy all the attention, and the gay community also appears to enjoy everything he does, no matter what his sexuality is. It's a win-win. And these images? You're welcome. <laughs> that is today's news for the LGBTQ plus community on the world's first and only daily LGBTQ plus evening news show. If our community is important to you, share the news with your friends and family. Are you, like most of America, part of our huge television audience, watching this live LGBTQ plus news show right now on Roku, Apple TV, Android TV, and Amazon Fire, say it with me, TV! TV. <laughs> We're in News Tonight is the only live LGBTQ plus digital television show in the world that is out of the closet and into the headlines. We need your support. If our community is to grow, we must tell our stories and bring them to the attention of the broader world. This is the only place in the world that tells the types of LGBTQ plus stories in motion and sound. That is the passion of Hotspots Magazine, Happening Out Television Network, and Queer News Tonight. I'm your anchor tonight. Say what? And on behalf of these LGBTQ plus reporters, the incredible anchors of Queer News Tonight, including John Hayden, Christopher Mitchell, Hey, you're not a virgin anymore. Ah, and good. Dino Mosquera. We will see you daily at 8 p.m. to our LGBTQ plus world. We wish you good night. Good night, everyone.